You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. What are you waiting for? This week on Carly's Couch, we discuss cutting out the middleman to happiness. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Happy Monday. How y'all doing today? How you feeling, Lexi? How you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I am actually, I've been focusing on what we're going to talk about today. So um, trying to just keep my mind right as we end out the year. Um, it's really a stressful time. I feel like the holidays, I don't know if it's because of the holidays. It's just, I don't know, there's a lot going on. So um, everybody keep your heads up. How are you feeling, Carly? She got the tube. I keep your head up. Um, <laughs> so I always get upset because the end of the year is my birthday. So I'd be so excited. But everybody be stressed out. So you feel like that too? Oh, yeah. Like people, because like, it's also, I think, a moniker of like, oh, it's a full year. What have I accomplished? What have I not? What am I? Like, it's just, it's a lot of things like coming together, holidays, people being around family, your schedule getting shifted. Money, having to spend money. Huge. And so Sagittarius seems to be getting a bad rap because of the way that this consumeristic society is set up. But. I'm doing oh. wonderful. I'm excited. Um, had some good markets for Holistic. Excited about what we're talking about today. Excited for some stuff that we dropping or may have dropped when this came out. <laughs> now or may have dropped. Yeah, we're getting, um, we have some mugs made. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole set of three. One that has me on it. One that has Carly on it. One that has both of us on it. Um, and you'll be able to purchase those from us. It'll help us with life and (laughs) you'll see the links for that so whenever they're done you'll see the links for that um but they're pretty cool i like them a lot carly did a good job like basically getting the designs together for them they're really cute um and they're cute as a set so you might as well have all three i mean yeah you gotta have all three like what what are you waiting for but yeah so check that out um this week's question from the couch was what was one thing that you have accomplished this year Oh, so one said keeping a tiny human alive and relatively safe for a year, which is not an easy thing. Um, and another one said had a baby and lived to tell about it, which is not an easy yep, thing. It's not an easy <laughs> thing either. Yep. Another person said they survived. So shout out to you. We out here. Um, and then another one said started a diet and lost a lot of weight. So Great. good job for setting in a goal Send and me the taking deets. action. <laughs> for real. No, for real. Yes. Um, somebody said buying a new Benz. Congratulations. Proposed to my future wife, and she said yes. Oh, that's cute. Congrats. Um, another person started a business, so shout out to you. Maybe you want to share those details with us so we can mm-hmm. share. And another person read over 100 books. Oh, that's great. I, um, I When I see people say how many books they read for the year, I'll be like, okay, good. But then I actually just, just maybe like a few months ago, started a reading journal so I could track the books I read. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, oh, like even to read more than 50 books a year is it really is a, a lot, lot of reading. Because um, that's like... A, a different book every week so that it really is a great feat um and it's so important because there's such a small percent of adults who <laughs> continue read to read after school which is crazy um yeah so not to go on a like little side mission but please read yep um another person said paid payroll for 10 employees all year that's great which is huge and then um the last two are pretty cool so one person dropped his documentary and then another person got their documentary into some film festivals so two different documentaries oh, congrats yeah, that's great. So those are great yeah. accomplishments um, from folks being grateful just to be here, which is kind of relevant to what we're talking about today, to people who are actualizing different goals that they had. So that's always good um, 
to whatever your your mindset and perspective on that to have something that you feel is an accomplishment, even if you need to recognize that that might be something that seems simple. Yeah, and so um, as the year closes, I hope y'all take some time to really sit with those things. I know that at the beginning of New Year, some people have little jars where they make sure they write down like little and big accomplishments. So at the end, you can kind of remember because the year is mm-hmm. long. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that again. I did that mm-hmm. one year. I feel like every year I do something totally different. I never just like stay with it. Um, but I think I need to do that again because it is kind of interesting how it's hard to be like, what I do this what year? What did I? What yeah. I do this week? What I do this year? Yeah, we should document things um, that are good to reflect back on as we go. Yeah, so maybe that'll be a goal for us this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so hit us and let us know how you're documenting and also what you're celebrating. We still want to celebrate with you. And then this week's episode, I'm excited to talk about because I feel like oftentimes in life, um, and I think it's the way we're socialized, but we always feel like there has to be a thing in order to get us to what we want. And I mean, like, once I do X, then I can feel happy. Or like, once Mm -hmm. I do Y, then I'm going to feel accomplished enough. But it's like, we're never enough or happy enough or have the things we need in the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting that oftentimes, if if you ask somebody, like, do you want to be happy? I feel like most people will say yes, but it, it seems like it's always like a yes, but, you know, I have five jobs or a yes, but you know, my kids are sick or, you know, mm-hmm. it, it seems like we all want this same feeling to feel good, to feel happy, to feel joyful, uh, to feel light and free. And yet there seems to always be something in the way of that. Um, and so today we, we talk about how can you remove those seemingly things that are in the way to actually feel those things. Um, and that is most important, how you feel each day, despite what's going on around you. And listening, you might not originally, like at first I jump, be like, oh, that sounds like me. But if you've ever like thought about like, oh man, I'll know I made it when I do X or mm-hmm. man, it, you know, you really just want this one award. And until you win that, it doesn't feel like it's going to be good enough or how a lot of times people will wait until they retire to travel the world or do mm-hmm. other things. And I think we all could take a second to kind of think through what we might be holding on to as blockages in our head, you know, instead of just being able to feel the feeling. Mm-hmm. And because you may not be saying it just like that. You may not be saying, when I can do this, I'll feel happy. But everything you're doing um, and the way that you act is probably showing that that's your belief, that you need this thing to feel good. Um And while those things help, it's so funny that oftentimes once you reach a goal, then the first thing that happens is immediately you kind of feel down because you're like, you're already thinking about something else, right? It's almost like it's, it's a race that you can't win to have your happiness and feelings of joy based upon things. And I also recognize that that sounds so crazy (laughs) when there's so many folks out here who are really struggling or, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with issues financially, mentally, yes. just uh, physical conditions and all of this, right? So there's so much going on, which is almost why it's more important to to think about it in this way. Um, so I just, it's hard because I recognize too, every time somebody will tweet something about that, like money isn't really gonna make you feel that great or you know all of those things yeah (laughs) and it's always somebody who has it who says that um and yet it literally is true that when certain things happen you're already on the next goal and that there's always a something else I sound tell you always a something 
there's always something that you still need to address Louisiana. internally. And if you if that's not addressed, which is what we're going to be talking about today, essentially, this is something you have to address in order to ever feel yeah, happy. Like because it's like a lot of times people will like think they're going to feel confident and have self-love once they lose weight and do that. But then they get there and it's still never enough. Why do you think that we do that? Like, why do we wait? Why do we feel like there's, you know, a condition on our happiness? I think that we don't think that we're enough. Mm hmm. And so we're never enough until there's something that can give us something outside of us. We need we need something to validate that we are on the right path, that we're doing the right thing, that we're that we're anything. Mm -hmm. um, does that answer the question? Maybe there's I'm sure there's more. Well, I think I think that's a great basis of it. It's like we are I think we're socialized to want external validation, whether it's an A on our papers, our parents clapping for us out of thing. Like we're very social creatures. Like we mm -hmm. kind of need each other to survive. So I think a little bit of, of it is in our DNA too for us to become people pleasers or to know that this thing is what is honored and valued by society. And so then we reach for those things. And so I think it kind of just gets in our head. Like one, I don't think that we think we're enough. I do think that we look for external validation and um, things, people to tell us that we're enough or we're good enough or we're worthy of love. Um, but I think a lot of it is societal, too. It mm -hmm. kind of shapes the way that we think. Mm -hmm. And even with um, religion, which whether or not you are religious, that, that you can't deny this, how that shapes um, American life. And so thinking about things like um, ideals of having to work for something or do things mm -hmm. a certain way to get yep. somewhere or to get forgiveness or to do, like, there's things to do. There are processes and so part of with what Carly's saying about being socialized, I think that um, within our society uh, in general, we are told that it's the right thing and a good thing to work for things and mm -hmm. to, to you need to do something to deserve yeah. something. Um, and therefore, happiness, joy, feeling good, all of that somehow gets included there Um because now we have these systems of like commerce and industry and like you have to do things to get things like we don't even live in a society at all. That's just about feel good and, and be taken care of. So I think um, it applies to everything. And I think it affects our mentality so much and these ever elusive things. Um, I also think that if we ever really kind of broke through that line of thinking and recognize that like we could be happy in this moment or could have enough or could be enough, then it kind of breaks down society, right? Cause capitalism is built on always the mm -hmm. need for more and having to achieve more and buy more and do this in order to be a thing. And so like, if we ever really owned our power and learned how to choose those things in this moment, even without the external validation and external like physical things to show us that we are these things, then we kind of break down a system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it sounds like I'm wearing a t uh, like an aluminum foil hat. But. <laughs> no, but that's fair. Um, I also think that what we tend to do to ourselves is, even if nobody else is telling us like what we need to do or what we have to do, we tell ourselves, "Oh well, I I can't go on this vacation because I need to finish this, mm -hmm. or I need to I need to have twenty thousand of my savings before I can go on a vacation or." Like, we give our own self-rules. So an example of this is my brother does this all the time. Um, if you know me, like, I could have $200 and I'm going to spend 180 on a trip. Mm -hmm. And so when when there's opportunities that come up to go visit somebody or 
um, go to a family trip or, or visit a friend or something like that. Um, and I'll always be like, come on, man, let's go. Like, or even if it's like, oh, I'll get you the ticket or something. And he's like, nah, man, I got, I got things to do. I got to do this because I don't feel right being away or I don't feel right taking time to myself or taking time off when I feel like I need to be uh, working or doing more or finishing something. Right. Um, I used to feel like that when I'd go to the club back in the day too. And it's like, when you know, you don't got it really, but uh-huh. you like, I, I can't even really have fun here right now because I need to be at home resting or I could be working on something, um, which could be re- rant. What am I trying to say? Which it could be the case. Mm-hmm. Which um, is fair. Sometimes you do need to take your ass home and do stuff. Yeah. We have responsibilities. <laughs> and yet I, over time, especially have got to a point where it's like, I'm always everywhere. I'm always like living the life. And then people might say something like, Hey, you always somewhere you live in life or whatever. And my first thoughts are to be like, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm kind of stressed. I'm kind of struggling with this or that or whatever, right? And I want to clarify. And yet, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I am living the life because mm-hmm. I'm literally living the life. Like, I, I am doing the things. It's not It's not like I'm not doing it. And so not having, I'm putting this in air quotes, like the things I'm struggling about or that I don't have or I'm trying to figure out actually doesn't matter <laughs> because I'm still doing the things and it's still working. Um and so it's like, well, why am I, why would I press myself to be like, I can't do anything until I have this when I could actually just enjoy it now. And I can enjoy it now and I could do it now and I can have it now and I can feel good now um, and still keep working for, you know, more and more or whatever. And I think that that's such the funny conundrum because like we are so, so socialized to like, oh, I can't take rest until I finish this project, until I launch this company, until I hit my first meal. Like, but then you're always waiting. And so I think um, we get in this pattern in our lives of always putting things off because we don't think we deserve to be happy or we don't even know what happiness looks like because we've never given ourselves that time to be happy. And so what does it look like to choose happiness and joy in the moment even when things don't look exactly how we think they should um, in order to, you know, quote unquote, be able to feel that. Sometimes you just have to like make a moment for yourself. Mm. And I I think that's fair to like make it and create it. Right. So getting in this mindset that like, and I I know all this is slightly sounding woo, woo, but like creating, you're creating, right. So like you have to stop and make that moment. So even like a a couple of days ago uh, from us recording this, like, I, I was so, I don't know, just sad or some, something. I, like, and I didn't even know how to explain it, so I was just, like, struggling. Like, man, I just feel off. I feel so blah. And you start thinking about stuff going on. And mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, let me take um, Marvel on a walk, the dog that I'm dog-sitting that's on the couch with us. <laughs> um, and I took her outside, and we were walking, and it felt so good outside. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I had to be like, it feels so good outside right now. Like, I feel, I'm so free I, I can really, I can do what I want to. I'm enjoying this moment. Like I had to make a moment, yes. create a moment. Um, and I will often do that. And it's interesting that it's easier to do if when you have a little nature involved. It's easier like when you have a, like Marvel sometimes. I'll mm-hmm. be like, uh, she thinks, she she thinks I'm her emotional person. Support but person. like, <laughs> yeah, she's my emotional. I'll like just hug her and just be like, oh, like you just feel good or being outside yeah. and stuff. So I think that's one of the big parts is is make a moment. And just feel like f- you feel good in that moment. Oh, that's no makes sense. It, I think, and I think that's it. Sounds so counterintuitive to everything that we're ever taught or everything we've learned that I need to do this thing and then feel good. 
But I really think the more we practice and starting small with the walks, with the animals, with just gratitude, that's why they say gratitude is life changing because you're choosing to be intentional about your emotions and how you feel. And it's counterintuitive because you think that you would achieve something and then feel good. But you have to learn to feel good regardless mm. of if you're achieving or not because you won't always be achieving and you don't want your emotions and your happiness and your joy to be reliant on things you can't control. But what we can control is in this moment, I'm going to be grateful for that sunshine outside that warms my skin. I'm going to be grateful for my health. I'm going to be grateful for this. And I think that that's how um, it's kind of changed my life and how I've become a more joyful person. Like I've always been pretty joyful. Don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. But I used to be a lot more anxious, a lot more defensive, a lot more on edge. And I think it's the practice of me intentionally choosing joy every day, even when, especially when shit is not going my way. Like, you know, um, and all honesty, like my body doesn't look the way I want it to right now. And I can choose to be upset about that and feel bad about that and beat myself up about that and talk about my lack of discipline, even though I were, I could do all that and that could be valid. Or I could be like, wow, my body has held me down my whole life. And yeah, I haven't always done the best, but I'm trying to do better. Every day I can be grateful that I'm trying to do better, that I'm choosing to move my body, how my body like lets me rest, how it has sustained me through inner and like injuries. And it's really just switching that mindset. But I think that that's really the catalyst for changing the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go through this the exact thing every day, too, because the first thought is always just like, man, this ain't it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you got to be like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Are you got to Okay, beautiful. Face card don't decline. Yeah, you really got to, like, re reshape that in your mind. One of the things you said that I really liked is you have to learn how to feel happy or feel joy. And that's important because what Carly's kind of saying is, like, it is a practice. But to say, I can't, to put it off is you're never practicing it. You're never feeling it. And so why do you think that all of a sudden when something new comes into your life, then now you're going to feel something that you never tried to feel or you're going to feel something that you never, you haven't experienced. And it's more, um, it's more efficient to find ways to feel the feelings you want to feel with what you have and with what's going on so that it's almost like you're practice, practicing it and, and the smaller things continue to start to make you feel happy so you're, you're feeling better along the way. Um, and I'm sure then when the million dollar check comes, like it's like even better, but okay. like you can feel something along the way to your goals or on your journey or whatever. Um, and it helps you to kind of just be in a better place during the journey. Like why suffer this time? Like that's all that this is, is um, pushing away, like cutting happiness from um, putting a middleman there is just extending kind of suffering and worrying and not being upset and whatever, whatever. like when you just don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And I love the thought of, of like cutting out the middleman because it, it really is like, and I think that we try to protect ourselves with that because then we might not get let down or, you know, if happiness is always on the horizon, then that's something to look forward to and doing that. But it's really in that everyday practice. And so I'll give another example. That's not just like happiness. It's like, you know, if I'm broke, um, how can I feel abundant? Like if, you know what I'm saying, all these bills coming in and I'm stressing, like what is something that they could do that's intentional, like small things to help someone feel more abundant? Oh, I thought you were about to say one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't, no, I'm going to ask and then I'll say. <laughs> I thought you said I'm going to say something. Um, one of the things that I do when, it's, when I'm in that moment is I make sure the message to myself is um, 
I'm always taken care of. Um, and that's true because I am. Mm-hmm. And whether that means, oh, there's somebody I can call, or that means that something always kind of pops into place, or even if that means I pay late, but I still have somewhere to live, and if I pay late, I pay late with whatever the fee, and, I, and I'm able to at some point get the get that coverage, mm-hmm. right? So either way, like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not going to be outside. And so I tell my, I could tell myself that. Um, and within that, there are some different messages that I don't, even if I'm not sure how, the result is always the same. And so um, instead of worrying about what I don't have, I can, I'm so thankful. Like it always, it always works out. So let me continue to do what I need to do, which also is then a good kind of jump to be like, all right, let me hop on my computer. Let me do my work. Let me, you know, continue as, as I need to. Um, and sometimes it brings to me like an idea of somebody I need to follow up with or something to do, or um, maybe all of a sudden, like it'll be taken care of. Or like I said, maybe it's not, but it will be, and it's still fine. Uh, so I, I think I just focus on what's, what's true for me. I think that's so important. And I wanted to address it because we're not saying like be toxically positive. We're not saying not recognizing that the world is in shambles and a lot of crazy stuff is going on. Or, you know, if you like when I was living on somebody's couch and did not have a place to stay, Mm -hmm. you know, the moment of gratitude was like, man, I'm so glad I have friends who love me, you know, and help me put a roof over my head right now, you know, and, and just trying to find those things that do bring you joy and are true in the moment. And it's not like lying to yourself, like everything is great. And I have a million dollars when you don't like, I feel like that's a reach and that's a lie, but you can look at evidence in your life. Like, man, God has always taken care of me or the universe has always shown up and I'm surrounded by so much love, like finding those little bit of moments of truth to help you really start to be confident in yourself and confident in that abundance feeling that you're trying to build. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Um, But it um, it only makes sense if you maybe if you tr- tried it or if you've seen mm-hmm. it or if you can recognize that for you, because I recognize that that's a hard thing to like hear and like like okay cool for but, sure I think about that too with like the whole loved thing like if someone really desires a relationship but hasn't manifested it's like how can you people be like okay love yourself but like what does mm-hmm. that feel like how can you like feel that for yourself even if you know you don't have that in the moment. And I think that's like being intentional, like practicing loving on others, like people who are in your life, even if it's friends, like noticing how they love you, noticing how you like to be loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, definitely something too, and a um, it's a big key to practice feeling what you um, what you want to feel. Like mm-hmm. how decide how. So when people say like choose happiness and all that, and like decide how you want to feel, like really in any circumstance you can decide to feel something else, find something that supports that, um, and, and feel that practice feeling that even if it lasts for two seconds, because you might pop right back to the reality or, you know, the thoughts of, of what seems to be the problem, but continuing to practice that, um, is the only way for you to kind of see how that can affect you, um, and how that can alleviate you, you feeling so blah. And it can be hard, especially in the beginning, because if you've practiced feeling, you know, doubtful and anxious and, you know, struggle with like feeling lack and all that stuff, it could be really hard to break those. But I do like the idea of like learning how it feels, learning the things in your life that you're doing, um, like the walk makes you feel grateful, which makes you feel abundant for all the things that you do have, like figuring out those little things in your life that do make you feel that. So decide, play with it, see what things make you feel like that in your life and always just work on feeling a little bit better. Yeah, and look at um, your life and the things that you are saying you need 
and saying you want and deciding that you are waiting for those moments to feel something um, so that you can catch yourself in those times. Um, And so you can recognize where this may be fitting in for you. What things are you waiting for and why are you waiting? And if you want to do a little bit more research, um, there's a couple of schools of thought from like speakers or authors or um, people. And so um, one of them is Abraham Hicks. If you don't know who that is, you can do some research. We did a manifestation episode kind of talking about some of their policies, (laughs) policies like they have rules, but like Mm -hmm. things that they talk about in their tenets of education. But part of it is like the only way to have the things you want and the life you want is to pay attention to how you're feeling and do whatever you can to feel better each day, just a little bit. And so um, there's like a scale of emotions. So if you're really like depressed and disappointed, maybe you can't jump to joy, but maybe you can jump to anger or just like feeling okay, as opposed to trying to force good feelings. But by improving your feelings each day, you're opening up pathways in your life for all the things that you're looking for, praying for, working towards to actually come to you. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind too, it's not linear. So like you're always, you know, back and forth, but especially some emotions like grief and sadness, Mm -hmm. like, um, so it's just about having, trying to have more good days, um, even more good days than you do now, and, and continuing to increase that. Another um, author, Neville Goddard, um, signs proceed, they do not follow, which goes with what we were saying about, um, you know, the things show up and happen when you're in that particular space. And so to be in that space, um, when you're happy, because think about it, yeah, when you're happy, you also kind of like, see more things that continue mm-hmm. to make you smile. Like, you know, you pay attention to things differently than when, and when you're having a bad day, um, it was funny actually the other day I, I stumbled my toe into something or, and I just remember being like, Oh, and I was like, of course that's going to happen right now because like I'm in a bad mood. Like I just, and then I hit something else and I was just like, that little get caught on the door. Like, All right, you just need to stop. <laughs> like I just had like, let me just stop. Cause I feel some kind of way and I'm not seeing, I'm running into stuff. I'm like, it's just more of the same. Mm-hmm. And so get more of what you're feeling um, by practicing to put that first. Yeah. That bell loop on the door be getting me when I'm oh upset. My God, boy. It blows and you me. You be having stuff in your hands. I'll be and irritated, stuff. man. <laughs> um, but the other one is um, this, this book called conversations with God. And they were talking about how like you cannot go where you already are. And it's saying the irony is that most people put themselves through hell to try to get to heaven, not recognizing that they already are where they are. Meaning like you can create a heaven or hell wherever you are. And it's all our own um, intention, our own energy. And so I want you to think about that this, that this week, like, you know, what are you creating for yourself with your thoughts, with your actions, with your habits and seeing how you want to change it to get to where you want to be. Yes. Thank you so, so much for joining us this week. I'm Lex Topia signing off. Cece Fierce out of here. Peace. Bye.